Welcome to the Holden Village Podcast. Holden is a community of education, programming, and worship located in the remote wilderness of the Cascade Mountains. These snapshots provide a glimpse into the learnings taking place in our community. Let's tune in to this week's highlight. Okay, so welcome to another special edition of the Holden Village Podcast. I am your host, Dev, he, him, pronouns, and I am with the wonderful John Tiro. Also he, him pronouns. Sweet. From, do you say mm. Sicily or? No, well, the name's from Sicily. And, oh, okay. And, uh, and some chunk of my family. I'm currently from Knoxville, Tennessee. Excellent. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about Knoxville? My wife lives there. <laughs> that's, that's all you need. And also my son, my, my grown son, Andy, and his wife, Kate, live there, um, which is very sweet. Our, our younger son, Trevor, is at NYU. I also love my church. Excellent. Shout out to the church. St. John's. St. John's. Oh, John from St. John's. Mm-hmm. Probably both named after the same figure. Probably. Maybe the church was named after you, actually. Like just retroactively? Right, exactly. So yeah. how, Are you 1888, they just knew. <laughs> yeah, right. I went back in the time <laughs> continuum and messed with things and got my own church. There you go. <laughs> That's how churches start, actually. <laughs> So, for all the listeners out there, we are in one of the Narnia rooms because it was requested that a piano be close by. John is our resident musician for the week. Yep. And so, yeah, you might just hear some random piano things. Whoa. Okay. Excellent. That was random. That was was beautiful. Thank you. Um, Scaring away the ghosts. Right. Of which there are many. (laughs) In this building specifically. <laughs> have you been to the, no. the downstairs? No. Neither have I actually, but that's like we're all buried the, there. The, <laughs> all of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need like a musical representation. You know, something in E flat. gender yeah and and of people's gender and i think one of the things that this song nudges toward is um, recuperating father as a potentially gentle and caring thing which bears some uh, witnessing (laughs) wonderfully played 
Thank you. The D flat also like hits like in that song. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like that's the magic sauce for me. Oh, there's a neat moment too that comes <laughs> later. Check this out. So we um, when we get to the bridge, uh, it goes from that to. <laughs> so you're 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 basically taking from this note and you're breaking out to to these things. That's oh yeah yeah. It's a really nice thing. I grew up in a household that had both uh, a broad range of centuries classical tradition and choral music going on in it, which mm. would have some crunchy chords, um, some of it, but also jazz, because uh, my mom was more in the choral music zone and my dad more in the jazz zone, but they both enjoyed each other's right. enjoyments. But yeah, the, you come out of... Uh, That's the way the father holds us Lisa Ashman, who's one of my very best co-writers in kind of Christian devotional music that opens out into, you know, maybe broader possible Absolutely. understandings. When was your first memory of like, music is my jam? Oh my goodness. Yeah, there was this Asia song from like 1982, <laughs> and I had just figured out how to play... auditorium of our high school and I think it's just me and the electric piano that I've just gotten access to because I was willing to learn enough of how to play a baritone horn so they would allow me to play the electric Rhodes piano in the jazz band so I've got access and I'm playing this thing here just enjoying it myself and these two girls come walking in and they say play it again <laughs> And um, and then I played it again, and then they said to play it again, and it just, I think that's the first time where it felt like my jam. And similarly, when I got to college, lots of people could play songs that other people knew, but by that point, I'm starting to write songs, and that was a way to stand out. And I think for a while, there was just really, it was a lot of connection to getting attention, and then to, <laughs> to realize... It is actually nice to get standing ovations when you do things. And you know, now, that moved, now that I've moved into a pastoral role, it's notably not appropriate, at least in my liturgical tradition, for me to get a standing ovation for anything during worship. Because, you know, I'm supposed to be more like the, the finger of John the Baptist, you know, pointing toward, toward Jesus. Yeah. I want to give you a standing ovation all the time. Oh, well, thank you. We could, we could do mutual standing ovations. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. Just, Just like whatever. start climbing on furniture to see who can get the higher... Absolutely. Because everything is a competition, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is the point. Oh, that's great. There's I thought you were going to about... point out the gnomes. Or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we have these white-haired, scruffy-haired, long-nosed gnomes, a very happy little family, all with prehensile tails. 
in a mountain setting much like the one in which we find ourselves now. One dude is fishing. Right. Like he's got like I an entire a potato fish. for a nose, like a long potato at that. Anyway, that's the piano. <laughs> and that's the piano. 1981. <laughs> um, somebody painted this playful, friendly thing for the children's music enjoyment. I didn't mean to take you away from your train of thought. I think it's nice. And also, we've got these beautiful like finger paints and leaf prints yeah. that people, the kids have done. And the cutest little fire rescue outfit. Like, you couldn't wrap it around your leg. We wanted um, to it, fit into it. <laughs> imaginatively. We were, right, yes. Yeah, we're <laughs> costumes just hanging up on a little little teeny hooks. So, <laughs> so sweet, this room. Yeah, speaking of the alphabet, I saw a kind of touring thing of, like, Dead Sea Scrolls and I forget what else. And it was pointing out that, like, Alpha and Aleph are, have to do with, like, the head of a thing. Mm. And Beth, I think, is, is house. And so the alphabet, at some level, is the head of the house. And it's part of how you say what does and doesn't happen here in a patriarchal society has, has been kind of aligned with a masculinity that I, I do dearly hope that we can either find a non-toxic masculinity to embrace mm -hmm. or chuck it. <laughs> totally. But I, I think it's, it might be easier just to work on healing a thing than destroy it and replace it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes destroying things is fun, but uh, sure. it's also... Sometimes it's part of how you respond to a thing when, when yeah. you've had a bad experience of it. I'm interested in psychologists and what, they have to, what they've discovered recently about you know, the key to a successful relationship, especially a long-term one, is being a safe enough place to work through whatever residual traumas you have mm -hmm. without combusting, essentially. The pastoral role can be an opportunity for... Like, like any human interaction could be an opportunity for healing or, or furtherance of the problem. Do you use music as a means for facilitating that process with people as well? Or is that separate delineation? Oh my goodness, you? yes. Lots and lots of ways. We're doing a service tonight um, where we're using a song that I didn't write and I need to look up who wrote it so I could give credit for it. And so I don't know, should I sing it or not? Will I screw up your podcast thing? I would encourage you to try to screw up my podcast thing. All right. And all right. then... <laughs> but it, it's, it's some paths intertwining Shadow and light All is touched by grace be not afraid. And it's a lovely thing to just to sing in unison together. But then you can split the room in half and sing it in around one side or the other. It does this kind of like one, one side's up while the other's down and they kind of support each other. Sometimes around, you know, it's just people get anxious and they're just trying to figure out when their <laughs> note part comes in. And I think so that on a couple of different levels is, is a trust fall kind of exercise. Sure. Because you're leading somebody into something they don't really know and then helping them to have an experience of gaining mastery and also being okay in the space when you don't have mastery, but you're still getting to participate in something beautiful. And so like just that song all by itself is, is doing that kind of work. Introducing the song does that kind of work. Introducing new music, changing how we do something. All these things are potentially growing our capacity to be resilient in the face of change. And it's building trust as long as you've managed it in a trustworthy way. There's actually a, a musical improv exercise called Musical Trust Fall. Mm. So essentially, like, 
you'll just stop, you'll just play a chord and I have to like sing the moment you play that chord. So I have no idea like what you're doing. And I just have to just keep singing and like see what happens and know that, you know, we're all gonna, we're all gonna be okay. Okay. So give, give me a topic. Finger painting. Finger painting. Excellent. One, two. Red paint goes to Thank you for, for doing that. I, I think that's just a beautiful, a beautiful, simple exercise. You're not going to get the right note exactly. Like sure. it's going to shift and mold and you just have to. And I forgot if you came in on, I think you came there. Yeah, right? I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, depending on what else I played, it could have been an entirely different relationship. <laughs> right. Working with the fact that I start here and you start there. And this is the chord I was thinking next and then after you saying something and this seemed like the way to go and well we made one predictable move and then we need to work it to something something that ends so we're handling a negotiation in that space of dissonance and consonance dissonance and resolution i I think i'm probably better at that in a musical field than i am in others and so i can contribute that um, and, and we can talk about it. You know, we're doing some teaching work here, we're pro- doing some learning work, like as we go, like noticing that we know some things or that we've right. learned some things um, that, you know, may be worth sharing. <laughs> I was right. a little bit concerned coming in as thinking, <laughs> there is no telling what I'm going to say. I'm like still half in dream mode. That's perfect. That's actually <laughs> the best place to be. Like that is, as like Saskia was like talking about like the twilight time, you mm. know, that in-between space where... The rods and cones are doing different things. Um, yeah. Colors are different. Liturgical theologians talk about liminal space a lot. Yeah. When you're on this space, you're neither where you were or where you're going. You're sort of in this in-between space. And of course, the present moment is always a liminal kind of space, a twilight kind of space. And so yeah. when I talk about worship as in some sense, it's almost just like a retreat from distraction, a retreat from um, certain kinds of input a retreat from certain kinds of expectation that you will have certain kinds of output and to gather into a gracious space that holds you. Church is an eternal relationship (laughs) that we have with each other or an acknowledgement of the fact that we may have an eternal relationship with each other, whether we like it or not. Mm. And to hold that with enough safety that we can work through the traumas of the past and gain the healing that comes and the learning because, you know, a large part of what allows humans to get along in the world is uh, learning when we'd like something to go differently in the future than it went in the past. And I think, yeah, music's all about that. There's a um, beautiful Thomas Merton prayer that I said to music that also does really? some of that kind of, yeah. I, we didn't end up using it this week. At least we haven't yet. Cause just Do you want to play it? Sure. As I'll, like I'll a, play it as, as much like as I can remember. Yeah. Um, so the, pe- the people... Just have the melody. And it goes back and forth from the cantor to the everybody. My Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not see the road ahead of me. And everyone sings, I can 
Every time it goes back and forth. Okay. And part of what's going on is you, the congregation, you only get your cue note the moment you need it, not a moment before. Okay. And that's part of how you grow. Um, you grow in trust uh, and in your capacity to endure, to gain faith that you actually are moving towards something and can make a way forward. Thank you for the, the work that you do and for uh, serenading the village this week and for taking the time to talk with me. It was a pleasure. Thanks this for was super me. fun. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.